Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to episode 93 of the podcast. And once again this week on Friday, it is the sports preview show. We're a little bit light on men's Gaelic football this week, so we have something a little bit different. We're going to be finishing the show with a conversation with Michelle McGuire of Leitrim Sports Partnership. She is the social inclusion disability officer in the sports partnership here in County Leitrim and we're going to be talking to her about some of the programs that she looks after to help people with disabilities to take part in sports and she's going to be talking about how clubs can adapt their own activities to include these people in their communities. I'll be starting talking to Brona O'Rourke of St. Joseph's Ladies who are in action in the Connacht Club Championship semi-final against kind of neighbours Kilglass of County Roscommon, only a couple of miles down the road, across the bridge in Ruski. They've never played before in competitive action, at least not in the memory of anybody involved in St. Joseph's. And Brown will be chatting to us about their championship success and their route through the Connacht Club Championship so far. We'll also be joined by Patrick Whitten of Carrick Town, who's going to tell us about the start they have made to their season in the Sligo Leitrim League when they're back with an adult team for the first time in two years. Anyway, we're going to start over in Carrie Gallen when I have a chat with Brona O'Rourke about her side's St. Joseph's and their chances of success against Kilglass as they hope to reach the Connacht Club Intermediate Final later this season. On Sunday afternoon in Carrie Gallant, St. Joseph's ladies are out again in the Intermediate Connacht Club Championship. It's the semi-final stage and they play kind of local rivals, Kilglass of Roscommon, just the other side of the bridge in Ruski. I'm joined now by Brona O'Rourke. Brona, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me, Brefney. You're more than welcome. Brona, it's been a fantastic year for St. Joseph's. You Got through your league campaign. We won't talk much about that because the final didn't end particularly well. But the championship just saw you go from strength to strength. And you had a great win in the quarterfinal against Mayo opposition last weekend. You must be delighted with how the Connacht Championship is shaping up. Yeah, definitely. Um, I suppose Kilmore Moy were kind of an unknown quantity for us. We were kind of going in with... With just looking at ourselves and the strengths that we have, and obviously we knew that Sarah Sarah Rowe was obviously one of their big players and Kira White, but apart from that, we didn't really know what we were expecting, so we just kind of went in with our own game plan and seen how, how that went, and you know it turned out to be a very attacking game. It was really we scored, they scored kind of a game with us going nine points down in the first half and then turning that deficit over in, in the space of five minutes. And then in the second half, we found ourselves with uh, nine points ahead and then they kind of got a goal and latched on a few points. So it really was nip and tuck till the end. In terms of the game on Sunday afternoon, how much do you know about Kilglass? They might only be a couple of miles down the road, but I presume you've probably never played them in competition before. Yeah, that's right. They're not that far at all. But personally, I don't ever remember playing them even in challenges. So again, we're in the same position as last Sunday. It's an unknown quantity. And I suppose from my point of view, it's it's very refreshing to play new teams and meet new players. So, you know, you're just kind of focusing on yourself and you don't really know the inside track of, of other teams. So it's refreshing just to go out with no pressure per se because you don't know what's coming ahead. 
So um, we're not quite sure on what Kilglass possess, but as I said, we'll just kind of focus on ourselves and, and give it a crack and see what happens. In terms of Connacht Club Championships, this isn't your first rodeo at this level. You are, of course, three times Leitrim champions in a row over the last three years. How much at the start of the year did this competition come into the discussions at maybe team meetings ahead of the, the start of the season? Was it something you planned for? No, it's not something you planned for. It's definitely, it's, it's only until we won uh, the county final that that ever came into our heads or started talking about it. Because if you start talking about something, five six months down the road you'd lose track of what's right in front of you and that was the league and and championships so it was only until that final whistle was was blown two or three weeks ago that we could actually start thinking about it and looking ahead for that what is the ambition in this obviously you go out to win every game that's a given but realistically what's the standard like in terms of the intermediate club competition across the country is there a conic championship in this side is there an all-ireland championship in this side or is that maybe a little bit too far down the line well, I suppose it's the same principle. We definitely wouldn't be talking about All-Ireland Club Championships at all because what's right in front of us is a Connacht semi-final. And I suppose judging from last week, intermediate level is the level that, you know, Leitrim Senior Club should be playing at because it was a really, really close game. And obviously, what, three or four points was, was the difference compared to us playing, you know, Kilcurn Clumburn two, three years ago and, you know, getting bet well. So this is definitely the level that obviously Leitrim senior clubs should be playing with. But um in terms of you know, all Ireland's and that, we're not thinking of it that we'd obviously our, our ambitions our ambitions is to reach a conic final and obviously Kilglass is standing in our way. It all comes to a head on Sunday afternoon. What's the team news? Anybody out injured? Any suspensions or anything to worry about ahead of the game? No, I think think all good to go now, as far as I know. So, um, yeah, look, I, I suppose we only had a week to recover from the county final to play Kilmore Moy, and then we only have a week this week to to recover again. So the games are really coming thick and fast, and I think. The main priority is just resting the legs and making sure there's no, you know, no niggly injuries going in. And um, apart from that, yeah, I think everyone's ready and good to go. And you know, having home advantage is obviously massive for us. And obviously, Ahoolan as well. They're playing. They're out on Saturday as well. So it's fantastic to have two Leitrim clubs with two home games. So it gives the opportunity for a lot of people to come out and support us you know, I know that we had a lot of people that travelled over to, to Ballina for us but it'd be great to get extra supporters Sunday as well to try and carry us across the line into a into a first Connacht final I think for the club It must be nice as well to play it actually on home ground in Carrigallon rather than having to come the whole way to Carrick or Ballina more to play that game Oh yeah 100% I suppose we'd only get maybe one or two games in the league playing in your home ground and you know obviously you want it to get more and I suppose there's just that added it, it's definitely more special when it's a Connacht semi-final you know I don't think that's ever been done with ladies football in terms of Leach or in Carrigallon or Havas any of those those games played so to have it in Carrigallon is fantastic and as I said it'll obviously bring out a lot more supporters hopefully and as I said it made a world of difference having a couple of supporters up with us in Ballina because, um, you know, when the game was really in the melting pot, you could really ha- hear them shouting in and, you know, a few words of encouragement from, from people in the sand definitely does help. 
Excellent. And listen, sure, who needs a rest in St. Joseph's anyway to go back to your evening? Sure, don't you take them in the middle of games and everything? You're grand. Ah, sure, look at <laughs> what, what was the discipline like in the, the last game versus the county final? Because obviously it was a very high-tempoed game, high-pressured game in the county final. And those three late sin binnings, they didn't affect the result in the end. But is that a worry going forward? Um, no, look, it's, look at these things happen. I think it all just depends on the day what kind of pressure you're you're encountering. So it's not something you can really prevent. It's just a case of trying to keep control. And as I said, like you can't really predict what's coming down the line. So, you know, maybe the Manor Hampton game was just a, a special one that we seemed to get three yellow cards in. It's something we definitely didn't think would happen, but we'd definitely be trying to keep them to a minimum to one or at least zero anyway. It's our aim for the backs anyway. The forwards kind of kind of stay uh, well-mannered. <laughs> well, listen, the very, very best luck to you on Sunday afternoon. And of course, as you mentioned, also to Ahuillen, who take yeah. the field on Saturday, tomorrow evening at 2 p.m. in Balnamore. And obviously, the more the merrier in terms of an audience. We'd love to create a, an atmosphere that you can really just gain that a bit of a buzz and a bit of an energy yeah. through. It is a Connacht semi-final at the end of the day. And uh, yeah. the girls always represent. So well done, Brona, and the best of luck to you and your teammates in St. Joseph's. Carrie Gallon at 12 noon on Sunday afternoon for anyone who wants to come and watch that game. Perfect. Thank you very much, Freshly. I'd like to take a moment to remind you that we are looking at World Mental Health Week, which starts tomorrow and runs right through the weekend to celebrate that, plus with an eye on the county final at both senior and intermediate level on Sunday week, we are hosting an event. I'm sure you're sick of listening about it on the show, but we're going to tell you about it one more time today. And that is the Up For The Match event that we're holding on Tuesday evening in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton. We're going to have participants and guests from each of the four teams involved from Manor Hamilton, Balnamore, Leitrim Gales, and also from Drumcairn on the night. We'll also be talking to Aidan Rooney and Joe Honeyman about their memories of Leitrim's success in 1994. Tickets are €10, and you can get them now on theglencentre.com. We do expect tickets to be tight on the night, so please do book in advance if you don't want to miss out on a fantastic night's entertainment. It'll all last about 90 minutes. We're going to record it and put it out as a podcast as normal next Friday, and you might even get a chance to be on air yourself if you come along. We'd love to see you there. One of the welcome arrivals back into the Leitrim Sporting Fold this year has been the return of senior soccer to Carricktown FC. Although located in the Boyle Road on the Roscommon side of the bridge in Carrick and Shannon, very much a Leitrim team. I'm joined by one of their players, Patrick Whitten. Patrick, welcome to the show. Thanks a million. Thanks for having me. You're back in the Sligo Leitrim League and it's great to have senior football back in Carrick and Shannon. Oh yeah, it's very good. It's very good to have the team it's the, as you know yourselves it's the first team for a couple of years and thanks to Jason the manager and um, Shane our sponsor in there in Flynn's Bob uh, the pub he has a back up and running now and it's going well so far now you're not local you're from Longford originally but you're living in Boyle and you've kind of settled somewhere in the middle in terms of your football career uh, yeah well I know them, um, the manager Jason Kavanagh from previous from Longford he was living in Longford the same time I was so we used to play football together down the mall and five aside. So we ended up getting contact again when he started up the Carrick football team. So I joined up. 
there are a good number of, of local lads as well as a few blow-ins from not from yeah. necessarily directly from the area playing with the team. Yeah, to be more now to be all Leitrim kind of lads. The only people I'd say that'd be from the Longford side of it would be myself and my brother Andrew. But the rest of them would all be local lads from Carrick, from Shambo, and, and there's a few from Marigna. And better, Fe- we better mention Fina as well, or Kyle McNabola. Oh, Fina, oh, Jesus. Oh, no, Kyle will be going mental at me for not mentioning <laughs> them now. I, I went to one of your first games. Uh, it was a 2-1 defeat to Arrow Harps. That yeah. was the first game of the season. We spoke to Kyle and also to the manager, Jason, after the game. There's been a couple of more games played in the last couple of weeks. I know there was a game against Yates and a game against Colby Bowes last weekend. How has the season been going for you? Oh, the season, it's progressing very well. The first game we, I think you were at yourself there, and the second half we really pushed on, and the first half we were pretty decent as well. It could have been a draw, we could have won the game. It's one of them 50-50 games that you're going to have during the season, but after that we got a, a good win in our next game against Yates. So we are progressing. We uh, had a draw there our last game, so it's it's going to be a bit... It's the first year back, so we're going to have a couple of maybe one or two disappointing results, but hopefully the rest of them will win them. Obviously, two divisions in the Sligo Leitrim League. It used to be three or possibly even four back in the day, but the sport in the area has kind of constricted a little bit. There's less teams playing soccer in the region, not just in County Leitrim, but also in the, the wider Sligo Leitrim League area. How have you found this first year back? Because it's your first year back playing competitive football at junior level for probably the last three or four seasons. Um, it look, at the very start, like you've, it's hard to. Sometimes people have different commitments and that, and to have college, we have a very young team, like, so it's only good for Carrick because we have a lot of nineteen, twenty, twenty-one year olds that's going to be playing for the next hopefully ten, fifteen years from Carrick. So it's only a good thing for Carrick. So hopefully it won't happen again where there's no Carrick team for a couple of years. And the players that we have that are very young, they're they're top quality players, like so. The season is only going to get better, and I can only see season by season us us improving even more. Like, so I I say the Carrick and Shannon team is going to be here to stay for a long time. As a blow in, what's your uh, I suppose your first taste of Carrick Town been like? How are you enjoying been playing for the club? Oh no, I really enjoy it. Like, it's all got to do with the lads that go there, and they're all sound lads. Like, it's there's no real arguments there or like that. We all get along well, and we have a laugh. But when it comes down to the seriousness. We train hard, like so. Hopefully, it shows on Sunday that we're training hard, and hopefully, that we can turn them into the wins. But uh, no, no, I really enjoy playing for Carrick and all the lads. Like as you said, I'm a blowing myself. They don't ever make you feel like you're not from Carrick or anything like that. They're all welcoming and always having a crack on the group chat and whatever. And I know they are. There, it's it's really good. Like I never feel out of place or anything like that. There, so it's good. You mentioned the game on Sunday. Who are you playing this Sunday? Uh, Sunday we're playing Ballygawley, so uh, hopefully we can uh, turn it into three points and train hard now, we have uh, another training session now tomorrow, so Jason will put us through our paces again and hopefully we can turn all that hard work into three points against them. I suppose the facilities in the showgrounds um, have changed over the years, I suppose people who listen to this who maybe haven't been out in the showgrounds in a little while, the pitch is now very nicely fenced off and it's it looks like a proper football ground now. Yeah, well, no, like we have, um, it is, it's a decent pitch now. We we do get a cut, like it's cut every week. Connor McCormick and his father as well is very helpful when they come down in the line to pitch and that. So the, there is a lot of people that are trying to take care of the pitch. This weather, like, you know yourself, every pitch is going to take a bit of a, a pounding, but 
hopefully now it's, it's starts to dry up a bit now and we just continually uh, keep maintaining the pitch but it is a good show it is a good ground there and plenty of parking and it's a good it is a good pitch like you even get a bit of a crowd with the the, the oh. fair on every <laughs> sunday morning yeah we get um, we get the people uh selling all their stuff at the <laughs> the car boot sale um, has anyone been absolutely clocked by a football yet maybe yeah, someone's one last week there was a woman hitting the face with the ball i think so i don't think she was too happy with the car football thing but sure look at least we have about 100 people watching this every sunday so ho- hopefully now they start coming for the football and not for the sunday or for the car boot sale it is pretty unique though in junior football because a lot of junior football happens with like literally one man and his dog watching the game yeah. and a couple of parents thrown around the pitch but I went along and I was surprised because people were there for the fair or for the car boot sale, but actually yeah. rocked up. And it was like, oh, hang on a minute, there's 80 people watching this game. And okay, it was transient. People were staying for 10 minutes and then moving yeah. on again. But it was kind of a nice feel to it. Oh, no, it is a nice feel. When you show up there and you see all the cars and you see people and they're there and they're watching, like there's families watching and they're. It's all good because they'll have kids and whatever that are coming to the age where they start wanting to play football now and it'll be there for Carrick and Shannon because they'll see us playing every Sunday and they'll want to start starting with the underages with the under 12s or whatever that's starting up and it's it's only a good thing for Carrick and more and more people are coming because it means that we'll have the support and we'll have the team for years. Absolutely and of course there are underage teams at all age groups now yeah. because that was something that was lacking in the town because I know there was a senior team I know definitely in 2015 possibly 2016 and then it kind of went down and it just didn't happen from the summer of maybe 2017 on so it was great to see it back up and running uh, this year and especially good to see it competitive like you don't need to be winning every week but just to be a win a, def- a draw and a defeat is kind of a nice I don't think Jason will agree with, I don't think Jason will agree with you there well every manager wants <laughs> to win every week it's great to see uh, being competitive and, and being in the hunt for every single game which is is great to see in terms of the season going forward obviously this week you play Bally Goalie yeah. new opposition for you what do you know about them to be honest I don't know a whole much about Bally Goalie as you said yourself I'm not really from around here so I wouldn't know the Leitrim Sligo teams that well so I'd know a lot of the Lamford teams but look as, as I I always say to the lads and so does Jason if we show up and we show the quality we have there's not too many teams in this division that's going to be able to cope with us if we actually play to our strengths. So I can see the, hopefully three points and I can't really see anything else, to be honest. Well, I have you, and because you're a Longford man, any interest in Longford Town's playoff ch- chances this weekend? Not really, no. I'm a Carrick man now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you live in a boil, you've gone towards the Sligo Rovers end of things. I know, but sure, look, all the lads, uh, they won me heart, so I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Carrick man now. Excellent. Well, listen, thank you so much, Patrick, for coming in and having a chat with me. It's great to catch up on where the sport is in the south of the county because it is quite a small sport in the county Leitrim. Obviously, just yourselves and Glencar Manor representing the county at adult level. I know there are teams in Ballinamore yeah. with Abbey Rovers and at juvenile, juvenile level across the county, but great to see a second junior side in the county. Manor Rangers, of course, also in action this week. Don't have their fixtures to hand but you will catch their fixtures on the Sligo Leitrim and District Facebook page if you're looking for that information, or even on their own Facebook page as well. If people are interested in joining Carrick Town, I presume it's still open to new recruits, if, even though the season is up and running. If, if anybody's interested in coming down for the training sessions, we because of the weather and that now, we don't really want to be damaging the pitch. 
So we do train in the AstroTurf there in Carrick and Shannon. At Aura? Yeah, we do, we do train there on a Tuesday from uh, 9 to 10. And we do tra- uh, train on a Friday as well from 9 to 10. We have to do them times because people with work and that and with college so they can show up. So if anybody's interested just to come down or to give Jason Kavanagh, he's on Facebook there, you'll be able to get him. Or even on the Carrick Football uh, Team Facebook. Yes, yeah, so look up Carrick Town, you'll find it there. Yeah, go on to the Carrick, uh, Carrick Town and give him a message and he'd be more than welcome him to, to, introduce, to introduce a new player to the club. So the more the merrier, to be honest with you. The more competition we have for places in the team, it means that we're just going to be winning more games, to be honest. Excellent. Well, like I said, Patrick, thank you so much for dropping in to have a chat with us. The very best look at the weekend in Ballygawley in your fourth game back, but also over the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll be checking up with you and your teammates over the coming weeks. Thanks a million. We spend a lot of time on the show talking about some of the amazing performances from athletes at all levels across the county. But one of the areas we tend not to focus on on the show, just because of time constraints, is the area of sport for all and people with special abilities or with who need assistance to play mainstream sports. And we're going to spend a little bit of time today, this week, talking about that. I'm delighted to welcome Michelle McGuire of the Leitrim Sports Partnership to the show. Michelle, welcome. Thanks for dropping in. Good afternoon, Brethany. Thanks so much for having me here today. My pleasure. Absolutely. Your role with the sports partnership is as a SIDO. Yes. You're going to have to explain what that means to Yes. Me. So my role with the Leitrim Sports Partnership is Sports Inclusion Development Officer or Sports Inclusion Disability Officer. So involved in this role is all about including people. So inclusion, what is inclusion people might want to know? It's a process of ensuring that everybody is welcomed and involved. So in running of our programs, we're trying to make sure that everyone gets equal opportunities to sports and physical activity in their area. I suppose a lot of people with disabilities just think that certain sports aren't for them, but there are adaptations to sports that allow them to partake in an adapted form of the sport, whether that might be rowing or wheelchair basketball or wheelchair rugby or murder ball, I think it's called as well. But there's plenty of other opportunities for people with physical disabilities and also for maybe um, sight problems or hearing problems. There's an Irish deaf football team that I know your colleague Damon Kearney used to play for Ireland uh, as part of the Irish deaf team. And, And there's plenty of of opportunities there for for adults and children to get out and use the abilities they do have to partake in sport. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I know in the sports partnership, we'd love to see everyone being open and understanding to people with all disabilities and opening up their clubs, their communities, their organisations to include everybody. It's all about inclusiveness. And it's about us opening our eyes up and seeing what we can do to help people get involved and feel more included in our clubs. Let's talk about some of the programmes that you run here in the county. Let's start specifically with the one that's starting next week, which is the Swim for All programme in conjunction with Aura in Carrick and Shannon. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so on Monday we have a Swim for All programme starting in Aura. And this is starting for six weeks and it's going to be running from 3.45 to 4.30. The aim of this programme is to help any kids with additional needs learn the basics of swimming so they can become 
more involved then with their own school's swimming programs, whether it be going out with their family, their friends, and enjoying swimming like everyone else does. And as part of the program, kids might want to just blow bubbles, just have a bit of fun, or it might be that they want to learn how to swim lengths of the pool. But it's all about feeling included, learning new skills and having a bit of fun. Yeah, I think it's important to remember that kids are kids and just because they may have a a slight disability or or a large disability, they still want to do what other kids are doing. One of the big things for me, and I remember attending in a former life, I attended an event called Paralyons and it was to show that, that age group you're talking about, those kind of school kids, primary school, early secondary school kids, that there were opportunities for them in elite sport. And they brought them in and they gave them a little sample of all the different sports that they could possibly do. And there was twins, one boy with a disability and one boy without a disability. And they put them both in wheelchairs to play wheelchair basketball against each other. And the guy in the wheelchair was better than the guy who didn't, who wasn't normally in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he was like, oh, hang on a minute. I'm better than my brother at a sport. And just to watch him, like he, he started off... They were only four, four foot nothing, but he left that room about six foot tall. Like, I mean, he just, yeah. you could see him like kind of going, huh, I'm better than him. And it was lovely to watch the parents, even just on the day in the stand, watching the two boys play at the same level. The mother was just in tears. Like it was just, it was hugely emotional. But I think it does give people that opportunity to see. Yeah. And they see their heroes, whether it's Jason Smith in the Paralympics or whether it's Michael McKillop or... Uh, Mark Rowan or different people from around the area who have done phenomenal things like that. Let's talk about some of the other projects that you do in part of your day job. Um, What are the fun ones for you? What do you really enjoy the most? I love our Botcha League that we're running at the moment. Um, The Botcha League, um, we have groups taking part from all over the county. So we have the Rehab in Balnamore, St. Kieran's in Carrick and Shannon, the Irish Wheelchair Association, the National Learning Network, both in Manorhamilton and in Carrick. So each week groups are taken part in boccia. Now we better explain what boccia yes. is because people won't even know the words. It's effectively a form of bowls, right? Yes. So, yes. but people can play, sorry, I'm telling your story here, but it's basically people can play at different levels. So for example, if I'm severely restricted, I can use ramps and I can use aids yes. and people who are more freely able to move can stand or can sit in a chair yes. and everyone plays at the same level. Yeah. So it's an absolutely wonderful program because like that, it doesn't matter what your ability is there's adaptations to the game so everyone's at an equal level playing so we're having lots and lots of fun in all the centres taking part in the boccia um, and on Tuesday the 15th we're all coming together to drum shambo to have a competition so there's great crack going on in each of the centres at the moment um, everybody practising to see who's going to bring home the trophy at the end but again it's just about having fun socializing having a bit of crack with a bit of a competitive edge because everyone enjoys it which is great let's have a look down through some of the other projects that you're running and tell us a little bit about each of them if you don't mind yeah so currently we have an exugula kayla program running as well so this is a workshop in each school where teachers parents and kids all come together to learn some fun games and activities and this is lots of fun and it shows us that kids love exercise and it's so important as a family to go out and enjoy enjoy nature enjoy taking part in fun games 
and back to basics. Also then we have a girls active program running. So this is taking part or place in each secondary school in the county. So this is where the first year girls come together and they have a physical activity session running over 16 weeks of the year where they get a chance to take part in Zumba, aerobics, um, bowling, rounders, full range of multi-sports. Um, and this is fantastic for physical, social and mental health. Um, as it brings the girls together, it's great for team building, team bonding, getting to know each other. Physical activity is such, so important for bringing people, I suppose, together and for social interaction as well. And I suppose, I'm not going to slag off PE teachers, but a lot of PE revolves around, let's play basketball this week, let's play soccer next week, let's play something else the other week after. And the boys tend to dominate that. And the girls tend to just go, I'm just not going to bother taking part. So it's hugely important to get females actually taking part in sport. Yeah, our, the girls' active program is wonderful for getting and some for gr- good, not competitive. Yeah, some, exactly fun, what I was going to say. Some of the girls yeah, don't want to play competitive that. sports. They just yeah. want to have a bit of exercise and, play, yeah. and hang out with their friends. Yeah, and it's great. And it's great then to see people going on and joining clubs following the programme, joining fitness classes. It, it's very good and uplifting. And great to see people feeling included and wanted then in other groups. So it's great. And as well as the youngsters playing, older people like to be active and get involved as well. So you've got Go For Life games. Yes, so we've Go For Life sessions starting in both North Leitrim and South Leitrim. Um, this is starting Monday the 21st at 11am in Fina Community Centre and start at the same time starting in Manor Hamilton in Bee Park. So we're inviting all older adults from North and South Leitrim to either go to Manor Hamilton or to Fina and take part in a wide range of physical activity um, games suitable for older adults. This will be the likes of throwing all various go-for-life games, which will be lots of fun, chair we exercises. Heard, we heard all about wiffle ball, is it, last week? Yes. It's yeah, like a yeah. modified tennis for yes. aimed at older people, so yes. that sounds so kind of interesting. Lots of, lots of good, good fun activities. And then again, at the end of the year, we'll come together and have a little competition. And also then there's the opportunity to go up to Dublin for the national go-for-life blitz as well, which is all us. All is a good social outing. So if someone's at home listening to this and they maybe haven't been active in a while, they'd love to come along to one of those days, but maybe don't quite have the confidence just yet to, to breach the doorway, what would you suggest they do? I think it's best to find time for physical activity. Try to build it in daily. Take little steps, step by step. Um, and the best way to beat isolation is by talking to others, getting involved in a group, maybe asking a friend to come along with you. Um, again, I'm always here if anyone wants to give me a call um, in the Sports Partnership Office. Um, Michelle Maguire on 07196 or mfanning at leitrimcoco.ie. We're always lo- looking to see people getting involved in new programmes. If there's anything people would like to see started up, do not hesitate to get in touch. I'd love to see everyone being more open and understanding of people with disabilities. Um, we'd love to see more clubs and schools sign the Sports Inclusion Disability Charter as well. Um, as it states, my dream, if you contact an organisation and the first thing you say is, I have a disability, 
and the next thing they hear is no worries. So I would absolutely love for every group, school, community organisation in Leitrim to sign the Sports Inclusion Disability Charter and become more inclusive, become more open, more welcoming, make their facility a more approachable place for people to go who have any additional needs. I know myself from running the Leitrim Sports Partnership programmes, from running my own sort of fitness classes, the doors are always open for everyone to come, no matter what age, no matter what ability, come, be involved, take part and enjoy yourself. So if there's somebody in a club or a school, maybe a teacher or a staff member, what can they do to educate themselves in terms of what can be done in this, this sphere? So uh, we're running disability inclusion training on Saturday the 19th of October from 10 to 4.30 in Gale, Skell, Carrick and Shannon. And on this day you will get the opportunity to learn how to adapt sports physical activities in order to become more inclusive to all and there's a charge for that it's 20 euro for the training heavily subsidized by the leitrim sports partnership in conjunction with cara excellent and people need to register for that in advance they can contact you yes please contact me if you've interest in coming by emailing m fanning at leitrimcoco.ie excellent we'll stick it up on our event board as well so people can get in touch with you thank you of course people can get more information at leitrimsports.ie and they can contact you you gave the numbers earlier but they're also available on the website as well or if they give it a quick google they'll find all the information it's michelle mcguire they're looking for your email address is a little bit deceptive it's mfanning at leitrimcoco.ie that's obviously your maiden name yes Um, so thank you for dropping in and the very best luck with the swim for life program which again is at 3 30 on monday in aura people do they have to pre-register with you yes they can send me an email or Come at three o'clock on Monday to Aura and I'll be there with the registration form. And is there a cost? There is. It is €30 for six weeks, heavily subsidised by the Leitrim Sports Partnership in conjunction with Aura. Thank you for popping into us. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Just a couple of other notes of major games that are happening over the weekend. Of course, Fina and Gortletra do battle in the playoff to see who will stay at the senior grade in the men's football competition. While there are a couple of Division 1 league clashes down for decision this weekend. You'll get all that information on leitrimgaa.ie with the latest fixtures in terms of venues and stuff. And of course, that is all weather dependent. So hopefully the storm stays away for the most part and allows us to get on with our games this weekend. Sligo Rovers in action at home against Shamrock Rovers. And after their defeat in the semi-final of the FAI Cup, they'll be hoping that they can get one over on one side who have progressed to the final. Shamrock Rovers are in town and they will play that game in the showgrounds at 7.45 tomorrow night. Tonight sees Longford make their trip to Cabin Teeley for the first leg of the first round of the promotion playoffs in the SSE Airtricity League. They face Cabin Teeley in that game. They've had a mixed bag of results against Cabin Teeley this season and they'll be hoping to get through to face Drogheda in the second round of that competition. Of course, the winners of that round will go on to play most likely Finn Harps with one team seeking status as a senior side in the Premier Division for next season. 
Thank you to my guests, to Michelle McGuire of the Sports Partnership, to Brona O'Rourke of St. Joseph's Ladies, and blessed amongst women today, Patrick Whitten of Carrick Town FC. Sligo Rugby start their AIL season this weekend, as do Carrick Rugby, where their first game in the Connacht J1C division takes place this weekend with a trip to Balnasloe. The very best look to both sides in their season openers. I'll be back tomorrow with A Current Affair, where I'm joined by John Brennan of Save Leitrim and Ronan Hazlett of Miranda about their Brexit event during the week. Talk to you then.